You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, and it's Chris Meany, and it's you, and we're talking baseball. It's the fun Friday edition. Oh, my goodness, another week in the bag here. Chris Meany, can you believe we're getting closer and closer to September baseball? The pennant races are starting to heat up a little bit, too. And yeah. the wild card is heating up too. It's a, it's a fun time for baseball. It's exciting times, honestly. And you know what? From a DFS standpoint, I've noticed this over the past few years playing. Some people tend to check out at this time of the year. They tend to check out. They tend to go over to football. I'm not saying it's a little bit easier, but the contests are not as stacked. And I believe that. I truly believe that. I find You're people right. come, you know, September, they just kind of shy away. We'll get some, some September call-ups. And well, there's a lots of value to be had. So this is still an exciting time to be playing DFS, even with football around the corner. Of course, you'd be listening to the pre-snap show, but you're right about the races. And there's one this weekend between the Braves and the Mets. The Mets had a real nice showing against Cleveland. They're not dead yet, Joey. They're not dead yet, bud. God, they swept the Indians at home. I I mean, I just... I don't know oh, if Cleveland was God. just hanging out in New York on a vacation all week because they played the Yankees and they played the Mets. I don't know what was going on with them, but whatever. The Mets won those know, ball man. games, and things are tight now. Things are real tight. I, it's I look. I, they're not going to catch the Braves. They won't the catch Braves the Braves. Like Braves or in my opinion, are no. But like, this is a big series. Best, it's a big series for them to because the other teams that you know the Nationals exactly. just got Scherzer back, and you know I get all that. Yeah. But yes, they're making me care. I watched them yesterday. And then thankfully they, you know, the rain came and I was like, okay, good. Now I don't have to watch. <laughs> I could go to the preseason football games and see what's going on there. Cause well, what are like, we looking at? Well, they're, they're a game and a half back game and a half back of St. Louis. The Phillies are two brewers are three and a half. I mean, after yeah. that, I don't think Arizona five and since he, no. well, look the Mets. I mean, here's the, here's the misery of the situation. All right. You ready? If they got into the playoffs and got past the wild card, that's a really good rotation in the, yes, you know, the Grom really center Wheeler is a really good rotation. So, and better no, than what the, good. Yeah. Better what the, the Braves and the Cubs can throw. I mean, you Darvish has been fine and Cole Hamels well, too, but, but you the Darvish Mets have finally a better, had a bad start, too, which I, I feel awful about personally because you know he's been our hero but look we've won a lot of money with yeah, you darvish yeah, but he still struck out like eight plus. guys yeah we're, so we're. i know he gave up some earned runs and i was an error in that game but look let's fly around yesterday because already all this mets talk is making me just hate myself <laughs> uh hendrick seven scoreless frame i know there's people out there like rooting for the mets just so i'm miserable <laughs> like it's not why i brought him up off the top i know no it's fun it's a bit it's a good bit yeah, i enjoy yeah. it i want deep down i want them to win i just of course i'm yeah. so tired of being you know they pull me up and then they pull me up and then they slap me in the face and that's what happened uh, Kyle Hendricks, seven scoreless innings there for him. Uh, so another good outing for Hendricks, who's been excellent. Uh, Scherzer made his return, as we said. He only pitched four innings, but still a return. No Syndergaard had a no-hitter through a couple innings uh, last night, I think six and change. So uh, that was a very good one for him. And um, look, you know, it's just 
my, Freddie Freeman, 34th home oh, run. I mean, it just he's the best. doesn't stop Freddie Freeman. We could pick him every night and be right about that. But uh, yeah. and that's fun. But, you know, we got to pick somebody yeah. else. Uh, the Cardinals, by the way, lots of home runs from them. Uh, Paul DeYoung, Ozuna, Fowler all went yard yesterday and they'll be taking on the Rockies again. Garrett Cole, another brilliant outing for him. Seven innings, 12 strikeouts. Now, Cole's a free agent next year, correct? Yes. Yes. Now. You think your angels have enough money to go sign him? <laughs> that's that's the talk in L.A. You know, he's a, he's an L.A. boy. Uh, they're going to be in on it. Obviously, they need starting pitching really bad. I, I think I think so. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's going to be up to Cole. What, what he yeah, you to get do. Cole and then Otani healthy back in that rotation with Heaney. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening then. Definitely. I'm not going to get too yeah. excited, but I, I certainly am. You know that I'm excited about Otani. I think he's a better pitcher than he is a hitter. And I think he's proved to everybody that he can hit major league pitching. 100 percent. Yeah, and I was skeptical. I really was. I thought Me he was too. a mistake I was hitter. Too. Yeah. Everything I saw I was like, oh, this guy's a mistake hitter. And he kind of was in the first year. And this he year was. He's been he, much better. It's, it's crazy how quickly, and, and kudos to the staff, because it's crazy how quickly he changed his batting stance. Because in spring training, if you watched him, You're right. I was like, this guy is going to be in the minors. Like, there's no way he's hitting. And he, well, he I think changed the, things the right away. Focused him. The injury focused him on the hitting. He had yes. no choice. Yeah, and I think choice. that yeah. ended up being a big positive. Bregman with his 31, uh, 31, his 31th home run. His 31th home run. <laughs> his 31th Happy Friday. His 30. Happy Friday, everybody. It's, we haven't had coffee yet. Uh, his 31st home run. <laughs> yeah. uh, Gleyber Torres with two home runs of his own there. He's up to 31. And Vladdy Jr. up to 15 as well. So yeah. it was a fun Just night. Baseball. One team I want to talk about before we move yeah. on. Okay, sure. No, go the for it. Oakland A's. They swept the Yankees. They're yes, holding they down the number one wild card spot right now. I'm telling you, this is a scary team. They're Mike Fires, Cy Young. Mike Fires, Cy Young. <laughs> Howard Bailey bringing him in. Tanner Rourke bringing him in. It's not like any of these pitchers are great, but maybe they'll call up some of their kids and they'll be all right. The bullpen is super strong, and I just love their bats right through the top. Like Simeon is a guy who gets no respect. Chapman, Olsen, Davis hit a home run the other day, starting to get going. Uh, they're a team to watch out for, and we know we've been on them from the FanDuel side all year. They've been value, but all of a sudden now holding down that number one wild card spot, and, you know, but not that they're going to be able to catch the Astros because it's just not going to happen. But but they had a pretty good series with the Astros not long ago, and they're just seven back of them. Like, that just goes to show to me, not that they're going to catch them, but that they're actually pretty solid of a team to be that close to arguably the best team in baseball. 100%. All right. Well, that was yesterday, and it's a new day. It's Friday. Yes, it is. So let's get after it. The Baltimore Orioles set a record for home runs given up in a season, and it's not even September it's stunning. So they're at home, tie block against uh, Trevor Richards, and I'm all about uh, Tommy Pham in this game. Tommy Pham, Austin Meadows, and even your boy, Jesus Aguilar, 2-7 on FanDuel. You're getting a yeah. nice price on those guys. Look, they're just giving up a, a ton of dinger, so why not try to get some more dinger <laughs> out of the yeah. Rays? Yeah. I mean, it just seems like the way to go now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's silly now. It's gotten to the point where Baltimore is just... I mean, you just stack the other team and or at least just take some one offs like you mentioned, Jesus Aguilar or Tommy Pham atop the order. Just something just to get involved because, you know, there's going to be a couple home runs, a 42 percent fly ball rate for block and, and a 52 percent hard hit rate. Small sample size, but his his numbers early on, you know, in his career, you know, they're not good either. So, yeah, stack. All right. Now, a couple of weeks ago in his start against the Angels, we dipped our toes in the mm. Mitch Keller water and it was actually pretty good. He was yeah, actually was. pretty good. He came out with a W. He was good enough. He was exactly what we needed that day. Will you be dipping your toes in the water again at home tonight against Cincinnati with Mitch Keller? Maybe. I do no. like the price 6-6. No. I, I, 
I'll have one share. I'll say that one or two, because I do, I do see the upside. I really do 24 strikeouts and 21 innings. But after that one start, he, he again had another awful showing and it all happened in the first yes. inning against the Cubs. So it's been now four really, really bad outings where he's walked at least two guys in each one of those starts and he hasn't gotten out of the fifth. So you really just have to kind of temper your expectations with this kid. He does have um, the ceiling, as I mentioned, but the command is not there. And, until I see it, um, you know, probably won't roll him out as, you know, with confidence. I will go on the other side of this game. I'll take Desclafani at 6'8 as a yeah, secondary great pitcher price. tonight. Great price on DK tonight. 6'8 for him. Uh, also, Aquino is 4'8. Suarez is 4'5. On the FanDuel side of things, I don't I don't love any of these guys as standalones, but Suarez is just 3'6. I think that's still a really good, yeah, that's uh, good value. Price. That's a really good price, especially because Aquino's up to four two, and Freddie Galvis is two nine. I was going to say maybe Fe- Freddie Galvis is two nine. Can we not forget to talk about Freddie Galvis today? A four yeah. three for Freddie Galvis on DK. He's a must start. He's yes. a must start. Freddie Galvis is on fire this week. Absolutely on fire. Mike Fultonevich against Jacob Degrom. I will go with Degrom in this one. I'm telling you that ballpark. It's Friday night. It's New York City. Even last night on a Thursday, that ballpark He's getting excited, was, folks. The ballpark was packed. Well, this is the thing about Mets fans. We're we are we are diehard, tough as nails. Like we've been through a lot, okay? But we show up and we are loud and we we show out, you know, but we hate a bad product and we've gotten a bad product most of the time. Yeah. And Jacob deGrom tonight is gonna be pitching in front of a sold out place. I'm telling you right now, they're oh, gonna yeah. be sold out against the Braves, Mike Fultonevich, and I think Jacob deGrom is a lock tonight. He's 11-2. I know it's expensive, but in cash, I think he's a lock. I like Rosario at the top of this lineup at 2-9. I think the Pete Alonso discount on FanDuel at 3-8 is huge. J.D. Davis at 2-8 I think is a great value. Uh, so give me all those guys tonight. Even Conforto with 3-4. This is a terrific opportunity here to just go Met stack all the way against the Braves at home because I'm telling you, they are going to be loud. Is going to be raucous tonight, and I think Jacob deGrom is going to get a big win. Yeah, and it, and then last weekend, I think it was last week or maybe the weekend before, it was bumping in that stadium. I was watching. I think they were playing the Phillies, perhaps. It was or Washington, and it was just electric. And I was feeling it. And for Degrom, I mean, twenty six K and twenty one innings against Atlanta this season. Obviously, that's very very positive for a really strong hitting team. And you look at the team implied total. Vegas agrees with us. I mean, when's the last yep. time you seen three point two for the Braves? Ugh, just don't see it. So. Yeah, there's a lot to like about the Mets. Fulton Evich is his he's been wild all year long. So I, I think he continued to, you know, to stack against him. And the thing with with Fulty is it's the walks three, two, 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 five, four. Like he just hasn't been his command has been off and he's allowed 19 homers in 14 games. So uh, Alonzo, like you said, Conforto, JD Davis. Those are well, guys. it's Even right there. Frazier in a tournament, maybe. Yeah, but I'll tell you, Alonzo, Conforto, Davis, three, eight, three, four, two, eight. That is very easy to work in with DeGrom, too. Again, this is it's a lot of all-ins tonight. Yeah. I'm all-in on the Mets. I, I'm, you know, it's just, it's going to be that kind of a slate tonight where you just go all-in with somebody. And just, you know, you go offense, you go there, and you, you do the whole thing. Uh, let's move on to, because, uh, I mean, I'm not going to talk too much about you know anything about the Braves against DeGrom. No, no, I'm not going to go no, there. Just no. not going to go there. Okay. Uh, Vince Velasquez against Hector Noesi. So, uh, look, it's in Miami, so the ballpark factor isn't great. You're getting Harper for 4-1. You're getting Reese Hoskins at the top of the order for 3-8. I don't hate either of those on the FanDuel side. I think they're both decent values. Over on the DK side, got to pay more, obviously. 5-2 for Harper, so a huge, huge gap there. But Reese Hoskins is just 4-2, so I think you can keep him in mind. Outside of that, I got no love for this game. How about you? 
Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot either. It's not like it's Julio Tehran on the hill uh, against Miami, which, by the way, worked out again. He had another sure scoreless outing. That's unbelievable. If, if he could only play Miami every week. Uh, nothing here. Nothing here to like. You know, normally I would maybe pick on Vince Velasquez a high fly ball rate, but it's in Miami. So I don't really want to spend any of my cash, to be honest with you, on any of their bats. So uh, I'll probably just shy away altogether in, in this game. I do like Hoskins to top the order at 4-2. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. Um, yeah, but that's it. It's not bad. It's not great. I think it's yeah. one of those things where you look for differential yeah. and that's what it is. All right, let's go to Jacob Junis and Zach Plesak. So uh, the the Indians need to kind of get on board here a little bit. Yeah, they're slumping. <laughs> they need to get going. They do. And I think they can get going tonight against Junis. I do. Uh, yeah. Plesak, again, is a good pitcher, better real pitcher than a fantasy pitcher. But um, the Lindor price is so high. So that's five. Um, so for me over on DK, I can't get into it. However, However, he's just 3-9 on FanDuel. And Lindor is too good of an overall talent, hitting at the top of an order. 3-9 three, three, is a great price for him. I think we are all in on him tonight as well. Anybody else in this Cleveland lineup that you want to point out on either side, DK or FanDuel? I, I think for people who have been all over Cleveland lately, maybe they'll shy away. I think it's a good opportunity actually to yes. drop. On FanDuel, you mentioned 3-9, but what about a Greg Allen at 2-1? If he's going to hit in that two spot, absolutely. He had a 4 for 5 game uh, a little while ago. He's been stepping in for Mercado and playing in that two spot. I like it. Puig is 3, Ramirez is 3-4, Jason Kipnis is 2-7. 2-7 having a standalone we know about Franmil Reyes too a much better hitter against righties Junis is a fly ball guy he's given up a ton of home runs over the past couple of years I actually really like Cleveland and a stack uh, lefties have a 46 percent hard hit rate against Junis and righties have a 42 percent hard hit rate so both sides of the plate these guys have been just making contact against Junis so I'm in on Cleveland today I think it's a solid stack this is a stack that you could definitely pair with Jacob deGrom on Fandle you could easily fit it in whatever you want to do yeah, I agree. I think it's a great point on Allen, too. Outstanding. Jordan Lyles at home against Merrill Kelly. Oh, Chris, my goodness. Jordan Lyles and Merrill Kelly in the same exact game and Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, time to get yeah. out the pocketbook, man. It's time yeah. to get the change burst, man. It's going to be an expensive night. I'll I'll even go up to Yelich. That's how excited I am about this. <laughs> Makes sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. Kelly's, he's going to have 24 homers. He's got an ERA that's pushing six on the road. Yeah, lefties have absolutely crushed him this year. 332 Woba and heading in uh, 444 slugging. So, yeah, I mean, Yelich. It's a good night for Yelich. Yeah, Kesson here on FanDuel is still a value at 3.6. Grisham is a guy we talked about, 3,000 atop the order if he's going to lead off. Yeah, there's Milwaukee. So I know people are going to ask, how the hell can I afford Christian Yelich on DK tonight? Well, you have to go to Descofani. Well, I think you have to go to Descofani. You can do it with Granky as well, like that pairing. But you have to find another, you know, you have to go down the pitching board. You have to find somebody else. It's funny, you're getting a nice discount on Granky tonight which is kind of unbelievable, you know, how much you're getting that discount. But you can make it work. It's not going to be pretty, but over on FanDuel, it's doable, man. I think at 4-8, it's doable. You can find a way to make it work because you got guys like Greg Allen at 2-1. You got guys out there that you can really figure this out tonight. You can't go to the Grom, but you can go to some other guys there. Um, Let's go on to Zach Greinke and talk about him. He's 10-3 on FanDuel. He's just 8-8 on DK. He's a fantastic value tonight. I love this value you're getting on him. Uh, especially against uh, Suarez, you know, again, Jose Altuve, we pointed out the numbers against left-handed pitching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, it's it's crazy. It's almost 400 with 1,000 OPS. Uh, Bregman's red hot, too. These guys are super expensive on DK. However, on FanDuel, you could still get in there a little bit. They're still in the fours. 
Jordan Alvarez has slipped down to three nine. So how do you approach this one? Is this a, another group that you are Granky and all in with, or is it just pick and choose? Yeah, I love I love Granky. Uh, he's you're right. He's a great price on DraftKings. The same thing applies always with the Astros. They're just in such a great spot that Granky's going to have so much run support. I mean, righties, listen to the slash line righties have against Suarez this year. 352, 417, 630, and a 431 Woba. 13 bombs. The ERA is 7 on the road. He's actually been pretty good against lefties. Lefties are only hitting 186 against them. But even still, like Brantley is a professional hitter and Jordan Alvarez is unstoppable. So these guys are just going to score some runs. I mean, Gurriel at 3-3, you got to think that when he gets up to the plate three of the four times that he's going to get up at least four times, some of these guys ahead of him are going to be on base. He's going to have an opportunity to drive some runs in. I mean, Suarez checks in with a 47% hard hit rate and a 44% fly ball rate. This is bad, bad news for him. Uh, so, again, same thing applies. They're hard to get in. But if you can get them in like one or two, you're never going to be able to stack three or four. But if you can just get one or two, switch them up a little bit, I'm – I would take those guys who are going to be able to drive some runs in like a Bragman or Alvarez or girl. Those are the, those are the three that I'd like You get a little bit more bonus points with the RBIs, but yeah, you, you can go anywhere. Way. You can go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, Springer at the top of this order is not bad either against Suarez yeah. tonight too. Another righty, yeah. you know, and will I get my bobblehead tonight? That's the question. I think you will. I think I you're getting know. it tonight. I picked it. The There's going to be think... three homers from the Astros tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I may not even pick him at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Jose Barrios is at 10K over on DK over on the FanDuel side of things. He is 8.8. So you're getting a huge, I mean, that's an enormous yeah. variance there. And I'm telling you right now on FanDuel, I love it. I love Barrios against the Tigers at home. I think they're going to crush Drew Verhagen. Uh, and I got I got no worries about this at all. Eddie Rosario's down to 3-3. Miguel Sano's at 3-3. Polanco's been red hot at 3-8. I think that's a guy you definitely want in there, and we yes. all know Nelson Cruz is always good. Mitch Garver's been dropped in the lineup, but he's down to 3-2. So lots of value to be had there with Minnesota tonight. Um, it's not There's no value at all on DK on these guys. None. None. Not on Berrios. Not They're on all the lineup. Fades. They're all fades in DraftKings. It's a fade really on are. DraftKings, but it's 100% all in there on FanDuel. I don't think there's much else, so let's move on to the next one. Lance Lynn on the road against the White Sox. Dylan Cease. Uh, Lance Lynn is 10-5 on DK, just 9-7 over on FanDuel. Now, as much as I like Lance Lynn and the strikeout opportunity he's got in this game, it's hard not to save a thousand bucks and go to Barrios, especially yeah, exactly. on a night where I want to play around with Yelich. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent agree with you. And for Lance Lynn too, I mean, eight walks in his last three, nine in his la- or 11 in his last, or sorry, 11 walks in his last three and eight in his last two. So he hasn't been the same, like he's been solid, but he hasn't been the same guy that he was at the start of the season. So I'm with you. I would rather take the, the guaranteed win. And I'm saying it, the twins are going to win this, win this game today. And for Barrios on the Hill, Absolutely. Like there's there's a bigger gap in terms of run totals between Detroit, Minnesota than there is in the White Sox and the Rangers and the White Sox. They strike out a lot, but their scrappy team hit some home runs. Makata returned to the lineup yesterday. He hit a home run. Abreu is a solid hitter. Tim Anderson is back in the lineup. He's had a strong season as well. And Aloy Jimenez is there and James McCann. Like I'm talking about the White Sox like I love them, but there's some guys in there that can they have some pop in their bats. And Lance Lynn has allowed a bunch of homers lately, more so in his last few starts in the start of the year. So absolutely with you. Barrios is, is a much stronger play. You save yourself some cash. 
All right, another guy who's definitely in between cash and tournament tonight is Jack Flaherty. 9-9 for him on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he is 9-4, so another really strong value. You're getting a lot of good pitching value on DK tonight, which is why I'm encouraging people uh, to go over there and to find some some combinations there. Use the optimizer over here at LineStar to figure that out. But it's a little softer on the pitching side tonight than it's been in a while. So take advantage of that tonight. Use some of these pitchers that are are solid but not quite priced through the moon as they usually are and try to get some of that offense in there. But I love Flaherty tonight against Peter Lambert, poor Peter Lambert, and uh, and the Colorado Rockies here. So, I mean, Flaherty's just been red hot. He's been amazing. So I'm going to go all in again on him. Unfortunately, from the from the upside in terms of the offense here, I like the Cardinals offense. I just don't like them on DraftKings. I think they're too expensive, too expensive. on FanDuel. They're better. Fowler's at 3-1. Goldschmidt's just 3-2. Ozuna's just 3-5. DeYoung's just 3-1. All those guys had good nights last night. So for me, it's Flaherty, both sides he plays, but the offense is a FanDuel-only offense. Yeah, I don't know what it is with the DraftKings pricing up the Cardinals all year. Even during their big slump, they were just through the roof. They've always been a value on FanDuel. So, yeah, all of those guys, like even Matt Carpenter, who doesn't play at all against lefties anymore, but, you know, even him at 2-7, get him in there. For Flaherty, over his last 43 innings, a .83 ERA. Opponents are hitting 153. So, I mean, it's hard not to continue to ride this out. It's been a good run. Eduardo Rodriguez on the road against the San Diego uh, Padres and Chris Paddock. So 9-2 for Rodriguez, 8-6 on DK on FanDuel, 8-5 for Rodriguez, 7-6 for Paddock. So what do you do with this one? Because I know we both like Paddock. You got Erod, who's got a good strikeout rate usually and going to a, a place where he's in the National League there, no DH and a team that does strike out a ton. We always talk about no Tatis at the top. It's a different lineup. So how do you approach this game? Because I think this is kind of wide open for interpretation. And one, I don't know if it's going to be all in on one side, all in on the other side, or just fade completely. I, I don't know. I don't have a beat on this one today so far. I, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm interested in Erod slightly. I mean, the Padres, we know about their strikeout rate, but over the last month, it's been higher. 27% is the third highest in baseball. And over the last two weeks, 28%, which is the second highest behind Detroit at 37%. Yeah, lock up Rios. But this is a good spot against, again, they're a team that hit lefties pretty well. Like Myers actually hits them pretty well. Machado, we know. Renfro does and especially Tatis, but he's not there. So I actually don't mind Erod here. You you talked about it. You alluded to it slightly. Um, he's going to face the Paddock, the pitcher, and not the DH. Paddock also has been a little – he's been a little rocky lately. He hasn't been going deep into ballgames. I'm not sure what the plans are in September for him, but this is somebody who's allowed five homers in his last three starts. He's allowed 13 runs in his last three starts. Now he's got to go up against the Red Sox who make a lot of contacts. So I think that they'll give them some run support. I like Erod. You know, I'm, I'm not crazy about him, but I don't mind the price. I mean, 8-5 on FanDuel is, is okay as a standalone. And there's okay. just so much there's just the so much value on DraftKings. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say on DraftKings. There's just there's just so much value there. And even on FanDuel, you know, like 8-8 for Barrios at home against the, against the yeah, Tigers. Yeah, it's much safer. Much safer. I know Barrios has been a little spotty it's, at times. It's a late but... slate option only, let's say that. Okay, ding, ding, there you go. Yeah. It's it's a decision you only have to make if isolating. Uh, and you know what? I would stick to playing the early slate today if you can. Cause yeah, I there's so much you get into the Once you get into the late slate, it gets a little bit tricky here. You got Justice Sheffield against Trent Thornton, and then the last game is Paxson against Ryu. So um, real quick, Mariners, Jays, 
you know, I think it's always the same things here. Vlad Guerrero is just down to 2-9 right now, coming off a dinger last night. I don't get that. So he's 2-9. Grichuk is 2-8. Two big right-handed bats against a left-handed pitcher in Justice Sheffield, who I think still is going to struggle with control. That's, you know, and even Bo Bichette at 3-8, I think is a decent value. On DK, eh, you know, you're getting the the Vlad Guerrero Jr. is at 4, which is fine. Bijo's uh, yeah. at 3-7, but it's a lefty-lefty matchup, so I don't know if you want to shy away from that, but... Outside of that, again, I, I think we go right to the Yankees and Paxton and Ryu. And this could be one of those, you know, World Series preview kind of situations here. And I think the Dodgers are going to get up for this. I think they're excited. And Paxton's been so inconsistent. It's hard not to like Ryu in this one. And Ryu's only 9-4 over on, on the FanDuel side, which I'm intrigued by if I'm playing the late slate. I got to tell you. Yeah, you should be. I mean, I mean 9-4 for Ryu? He's been <laughs> so dominant at home and... Yeah, and we're just the Yankees are not the same team on the road. They're really not. We just saw them, you know, I talked at the top of the show and they went into Oakland. They didn't score, you know, a whole lot of runs. They got swept there. Uh, Dodger Stadium is a pitcher friendly ballpark. Rio's been great there at home all year. And the Dodgers have a ton of guys who just crush lefties. They really do. I mean, Pollock atop the order. Justin Turner crushes them. Even the lefty on lefty, like Bellinger and Muncy's had some great success against left handed pitching this season. Will Smith has just been on a heck of a run. Can't yeah. play him on DK's 5000 Like, I can't pay $5,000 for DraftKings. Uh, on a, for a no, catcher. but Pollock and Turner at the top of this line with yeah. three, three, and three, two. Oh, he was going to say, just go look at their prices over there on Fandle. So yeah. great spot, not believer in Paddock. And I think the Jays, in order to get involved in the Dodgers, if you want to go that way, if you are a DraftKings player and you want it and you're playing late slate, you just want to get involved. You know, you mentioned the Jays, but I think they're sneaky too and they're not as expensive. So I think you can go Jays and Dodgers. I mean, Sheffield has 44 walks in like 40 triple a innings this year it's yeah un- unbelievable so uh i think the jays will get on base and it's just you know a game stack that you could get dodgers and jays you can afford it and it's one of those ones that helps you in the late slate to go up to ryu you know on yeah, either side yeah exactly Fandu or dk so betting lines tonight what do you got chris all right, so let's start right up at the top. Um, I, I like Tampa Bay. At least their team implied total. It's at four and a half right now. That's way too low for a team that's given up more home runs than any other team in history. We're not even in September yet. I'm going to skip over that Pittsburgh-Cincinnati, just two teams I just don't really like. Philly on the road, I'll take them. I like the Mets and the under today. I like Cleveland to bounce back against Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to stay away from Texas and Chicago. I don't have a really good vibe there, but if I were to pick, I would like the over. The Astros by a couple runs for sure. Going to take the over on their five Point five team implied total going to take Minnesota's over on their 5.5 team implied total and Milwaukee's 5.5 team implied total against Merrill Kelly on the hill I like St. Louis and the under with Jack Flaherty I like the Dodgers and the under with Ryu on the hill I like the Red Sox on the road and I like the Jays as an underdog right now they're road dogs in Seattle against the rookie Sheffield all right, it's time to call our shot. It's time to go yard, and I'm going to go with that Houston game that we love so much tonight against Jose Suarez, and I am going to go with Alex Bregman going back-to-back nights, going yard. Now, I would like Altuve to go yard as well. I would like to get that bobblehead locked up before September. That would be nice, but I'm going to go with Alex Bregman tonight, the right-hander against Suarez, who right hands just eating him alive, as Chris pointed out earlier in the show. So, Chris Meany, where are you going tonight for your dinger? So I'm going to go to Cleveland. I talked a lot about them, so I got to back it up here. And I'm going to take Jose Ramirez. I'll take Ramirez. I think he's a great price at 3-4. I, I just really like this Indians team today on FanDuel. Like, nobody checks in at over 3-9, and that's Lindor at the top. So there's a lot of value to be had there. 
Give me Jose Ramirez against Jacob Junis. There you have it. All right, make sure you download the Line Star app. And tonight's a great night to be using it and get familiar with all the tools for NFL as well. Check out the latest episode of the pre-snap show for NFL that just dropped yesterday as well if you missed that. And, of course, we'll have more football content next week. And then following in September, we're going to have three football shows. You're going to have two DFS and one wagering show. It's going to be balls. You're going to love it. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at Line Star app, at JoePizzaPia17, and at Chris Meany. There's nothing left to do except step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany.